This is an Easter message from William and Veronica Morris and all at the Next Century Foundation. And we wanted to share a few thoughts with you at this time of year. Well, how should we start? When, when should we all meet again? It has been quite a time, hasn't it? And this too will pass. That's what my daughter said to my wife in a little card when she sent her flowers on Mother's Day. This too shall pass. It's a terrible time for so many of us. Even so, there is much that is good in this most awful of moments. I've been listening to some amazing virtual choirs and talking to people all over the world. And the wonders of modern technology are astonishing. The world itself, Mother Earth, is breathing easier as we, her children, are forced to be still. To be still while we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and we falter, of course, but we also show great courage. We have no choice in that. Men and women often have no choice when they're called upon to find their greatest resources of courage and then utilize them. Do young men going into battle have a choice? Often they do not. Do the families that flee oppression or war and become refugees have a choice rarely if ever do those who endure plague or famine have a choice what choice is there but to put one foot in front of the other and continue the journey but nonetheless it requires every ounce of courage we have and it is the shadow of death that we fear the shadow is in so many ways more terrifying than the reality and that's understandable the children's fairy tale character peter pan said that death is the greatest adventure but then he could couldn't he he was in so many ways one of the immortals so it's easy for him to say that but for us it's a leap into the unknown and it is of course frightening though it is a leap we all must take sooner or later so perhaps best as the Dalai Lama has said to contemplate the concept of death every now and again to get used to the idea and death is the step before resurrection and that is really key to any Easter thought it is a remarkable time isn't it when you think about it the whole the whole moment of passing over from this life to the next my grandmother used to be fond of saying even when we were sleeping absent from the body present with the lord well perhaps that's so it is clearly so in the in the eternal scheme of things but it's the journey that matters more than the arrival most of us will come out of this present crisis unscathed in large degree but some will have lost their livelihood perhaps lost the dreams they took half a lifetime to build into which they have invested much and in a few instances people we know and perhaps even love dearly will lose their lives but the journey matters which is why Good Friday, the crucifixion, matters more than Easter Sunday. I noticed that with Middle Eastern Christians. The whole concept of the crucifixion is 
is celebrated. It's not lamented like it is in, in Britain and in America and in the West. It's celebrated because Christ chose to die on the cross. Both Muslims and Christians believe that Christ went to the cross. Muslims have the same belief as Christians in that. Muslims believe that he was lifted directly from the cross itself. And Christians believe that he was raised from the grave. Now, you may think this difference is immensely important. For me, and I'm just talking for myself, it's, it's a moot point. It is not so much, for me at least, it's not so much his resurrection that matters. It is the fact that the Gospels tell us that he chose to go to the cross. He chose to endure crucifixion when it was a trial he could have avoided. He chose to go. He chose to endure what he must have regarded as certain death because it gave him the opportunity to become our Messiah, to become the great sacrifice foretold in the Quran. And it is actually very much a feature of the Quran. The great sacrifice is spoken of in the Quran. And it's my belief that that reference in the Quran is a reference to Christ crucified. Certainly the Paschal Lamb foretold in the writings of Jesus Christ's favorite prophet, the prophet he quoted most often, Isaiah, is the Lamb foretold that is the Lamb that is Christ crucified. And all this is a sacrifice for us and redemption for our sins. We might as well have hammered the nails into the hands and feet of Jesus ourselves because he wouldn't have had to die but for our failings. And though we did not choose this current trial we now endure, we can choose the manner in which we conduct ourselves. For one thing, we should be joyous. Now, does that seem impossible? Well, I don't think it's impossible, I, not even in, in the worst of times. You have to grit your teeth and force your lips into a smile, even though your heart may be heavy. I think it's almost a duty to view the universe through a cup-half-full perspective. American soldiers used to be issued with bubble gum during the First World War because, or so it's said, it may be apocryphal, to a dry mouth is one of the symptoms of fear. And so if you keep chewing gum, you're less frightened. Deal with the symptoms and you deal with the problem. And so, so it is. If you smile, maybe you'll feel less, less unhappy. There's every chance that it's so. And it's my belief that ex people who express joy feel joy. Not that I suggest that if you feel fear, you should choose chew gum. I mean, <laughs> do what do what works for you. <laughs> it's I've never never much liked people chewing gum myself. Although I've chewed it myself in my time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I always think smoking and chewing gum. I've smoked like a chimney in my time. I've chewed gum in my time. But they're both uh, unattractive habits, really. I think. Anyway, smiling is certainly not unattractive, and we can afford to do that. I can see the merit in smiling even when there's nothing left to smile about, even in the darkest of days. Smiling out of mere defiance because there's little else we can do. 
and we should be unremittingly defiant in the face of the evil that this latest challenge represents. And we should, by the way, support our leaders. But the point is we should support our leaders whatever and the demands they place upon us we should endure in this time of crisis. Now that's not to say that they get carte blanche. There's time enough to replace them once these days of crisis are done if they fail us. But now is, of course, not the time. Now is the time for obedience as we walk through this dark place. And yes, we have our own expectation. And if we are loyal to those that lead us, we should be loyal to God at this time. And loyalty is a two-way street, of course. We should expect and demand that God is loyal to us, that God walk beside us as we endure this trial, as he or she will, most certainly. Uh, we should do what we can, as best we can, to help others at this time. That's part of our obligation. Easter is the time of remembrance of Christ crucified and Christ the Redeemer and Christ resurrected. Easter is the time to remember these things. And what did Jesus Christ say at the Last Supper? What was his final commandment he gave before he left this earth? He said, love one another. That was his commandment. And that was the summation of everything he left us with. Love one another. So we should do what we can, as best we can, to help others at this time. I'm reminded of the story of the, the boy on the beach. You remember the story? The boy and the old man were walking on the beach. The old man, I don't know whether he was his, the boy's grandfather or whatever, but there were thousands upon thousands of starfish that had been washed up in a storm and in the, in the spring tide and were now dying as they dried out in the sun because they couldn't make their way back to the sea. And the boy started to carry a starfish down to the sea and then he came back and he picked up another and the old man who was with him said, no, boy, it's no good. You can't, you can't possibly make a difference. Look at all those starfish. And the boy looked back at the old man and then he looked down at the starfish cupped in his hand and he said, but it makes a difference to this one. And that's what matters, I guess. You do what you can to make a difference. Uh, you matter, you matter to so many others and we all matter to one another. So we need to lift up our eyes from the furrow and see the stars. We may have endured very so very much recently but this too shall pass god bless you always